TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. You're talking about a 10-2 and two team that's probably going to be playing in New Year's Six Bowl. Probably no worse than number three in the SEC. Last year, Ole Miss was in third best team in the SEC. They played New Year's Six Bowl. So that's probably the that's, – if they can keep enough people healthy, then that's probably your floor. Let's talk some Texas A&M football, shall we? Jeff Tarpley, 24-7 Tarp on Twitter. Gigum 247 is the site. And he's, he is a, a great uh, uh, patriot to come on and, and, and talk Texas A&M football. I will tell you, Jeff, you, you came on our show two years ago when you were very high on the A&M run and what they were going to do because they were coming off that number one recruiting class of all time in college football. I would say every time Texas A&M lost a big game, we had two to three tweets from listeners <laughs> saying, you got to get that guy from A&M back on to talk about it. So let's just go over the last 72 hours. Like, what what has been the reaction down there? Relief? Uh, frustration? Anger? How are, how's everybody feeling down there in Aggie? Oh, I, I, Jimbo Fisher had no friends <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when the announcement was made. I mean that, li- not literally, I mean that not just outside the program, but here's the important part inside the program. He had basically alienated everyone um, because he had won a national championship. He had a way of doing things, and he didn't want to deviate from that at all. He fought everybody. Anytime someone had, you know, said, hey, maybe you ought to think about doing it this way, he, he blew them off. Hmm. Uh, and as a result, as the law, you know, that your way or the highway is fine when you're winning, when you're losing your way becomes an albatross around your neck. And that's exactly what happened with Jimbo Fisher. And eventually the people that were opposed to him, they, they reached the highest levels of the university. And when that happens and finally, let's look at it this way. I think he thought the money insulated him from whatever A&M could do to him. And it, it, it definitely blindsided him. It blindsided the people he was closest to. 
Nobody really expected a decision during the season. A&M has, in my lifetime, I followed A&M for over 50 years, covered them for 25. A&M has never let a coach go in the middle of the season. Uh, the closest that, that that's happened to is Emory Ballard resigned after six games in 1978 because he was thought he was going to get fired. As it turned out, he wasn't. And they, <laughs> and, but Oops. everybody, every other time, yeah, that's a story in and of itself. But uh, A&M has always waited until the end of the year because they've always targeted someone during the season. And so they want to keep, they want to get everything organized behind the scenes so they can make an announcement as, as soon as the season's over. Uh, you know, this time they, uh, for various reasons, they acted in the middle of the year. That makes this a much more fascinating process to me than it's ever been before. Let me ask you about this one because I, I, I'm really curious. We talked about the amount of money in college football that universities, Jeff, spend to get rid of coaches. And obviously, AM is breaking the records for the amount they're willing to spend to tell Jimbo to go home so they can go find their next coach. Is there any reason in particular, we were talking about this out loud, is there any reason none of the people attached to his hire have been fired or been like suspended from having any opinion or decision-making in this process? Because Jimbo, you break it down pretty well there. It's good to hear some of that information, but like these, some of these same people that hired him are probably going to be in the process of hiring the next person. So like, how are we know, or how would A&M fan know to trust what they're doing? Here's the, here's the thing on all that. Uh, Colleges, like any other animal, are very much a political entity. There are winners and there are losers. And so far, everyone who has been involved in this has managed, you know, the guy that got sacrificed in all this is Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher was a loser at the end of the day. Everybody else was a winner. But keep in mind, too, that when Fisher was brought on in 2018, uh, the A&M's president at the time, no longer there. The AD at the time was Scott Woodard, who's now over at LSU. Mm. So in terms of who brought Jimbo on, uh, those people are already gone. Now, the interesting aspect is what happened in 2021 when they extended him. And that was more of a group decision. I think I think the blame, if you're going to talk about blame, I think people are trying to isolate uh, the Chancellor, John Sharp, as, as having almost made that decision uh, by himself. I don't think that's accurate. Everybody signed off on it at the time, particularly because Fisher was coming off of a, uh, at a top five team in 2020. And also you have to keep in mind too, and, and let me give you a little background of this. This is the most, this is fascinating. You probably don't know this. One of the aspects of Jimbo's contract that was negotiated in 2018 was he had no, he, he didn't have to pay a penalty if he left A&M, and there was no offset. For those of you who don't know what that means, if Fisher took another job outside of A&M, he didn't, none of that money offset the money that he was supposed to get for A&M should A&M terminate him. At, and that's unprecedented when it comes to college football coaches. And as a result, Fisher had the upper hand with A&M in any negotiations after 2018, simply because he could have walked for nothing. And, and Scott Woodard gets to A&M in, in 2016, 2017, 
and then heads to LSU in 2019. And there was a real fear that Woodard, who knew Fisher for almost 20 years at that time, both of them had been together at LSU uh, when Nick Saban was there and won a national title. There's a very real fear that Woodard would lure Fisher to A&M. And by the way, Scott Woodard negotiated the contract that would have allowed him as the athletic director at LSU to be able to do that. Jeez. Unbelievable, man. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Uh, I got two for you here. The last, I don't know if my co-host has anything else. The, the, the two last ones that I have are one, you know, we, the landing name came up immediately. He was asked about it last night, was pretty emphatic that he's not planning on going anywhere. So I guess just kind of the big board that they're looking at down there. Uh, you obviously have a lot of money to spend. And then the other part of that is, in the modern day of college football with the transfer portal and name, image, and likeness and all that, I guarantee you those vultures are circling that program right now looking to pick off some of that talent in the transfer portal. Uh, where's the fear about losing some of these guys, and what does the big board of coaching names look like right now? I think the big board of coaching names is, is just about anybody. Uh, that, that's a really easy answer. But again, A&M has the money, has the money theoretically, I don't know if that's the case in reality, but it certainly is in, in, in theory to be able to go out and get anyone they want. Uh, here's something about, do they really want to get into that boat again? I'm not so sure that the next guy at A&M is going to get a 10-year, $90 million deal, do you? No. Because if you've done that once and it worked, <laughs> yeah. why would you do it again? Yeah. And, yeah, A&M has, you know, A&M's athletic budget, $200 million in revenues last year, but that doesn't mean you have to spend every dime of it. Uh, so I, I think in terms of a, a hot board, I think it's, it, it's just about anybody uh, in terms of the portal, the prior to the season. And I've written about this during the season, before the season, the plan, and I called it the plan was that if nothing else, Jimbo would take a in through 2023, the 2022 class would, would become upperclassmen. They would mature. And you would make a run. And if you, even if you didn't make a run in 2023, you would make one in 2024. Because A&M's schedule next year, by the way, is it has no Alabama, no Georgia. They get LSU, Notre Dame, and Texas at home. And especially Texas. You know, that's, that's the game that everybody was aiming towards. So you, you, you beat Texas the first time you played them in over, over a decade. You beat them at home. That kind of turns things around, maybe on the recruiting front, maybe on the perception front, even if 2023 didn't work out. However, 2023 got worse and worse and worse. And that's what got everybody fired up eventually. 
is that you just got to the point where there wasn't anything, you know, that people didn't think there was anything salvageable. Mm. And for the 2020, everyone knew that if you demolish this, you know, if you let the coach this year, go this year, you're demolishing the roster to an extent. I think A&M thinks it can hold on to these guys, but, you know, there's going to be a lot of turnover. So if there's a lot of turnover, what does that do to your football team for the 2024 campaign when you're supposed to have all this talent and you've got your three toughest opponents at home? Yeah. You know, that didn't, you know, that that's on the surface, that's not a good combination, but that's how tired A&M was of Jimbo Fisher. It wasn't just the money. I wrote this. Uh, don't know if you guys have seen the movie Die Hard, but there's a part of the movie where two main bad guys are talking and one of them's, one of them's brothers killed. And the, and the brother, the surviving brother, you know, wants blood. And Alan Rickman's Hans Gruber says, hey, we can't, we've got to stick to the plan. We've got a big heist here. We've got to stick to the plan. And other, the other baddie goes, what if he alters it? Speaking of John McClain. And Jimbo Fisher, as I wrote, kept altering the plan. You know, there's this big goal at the end of things and it's like, let's keep our eye on the money. And it's like, no, 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 we got to kill. We got to kill this guy. You know, we're going to put that above the money, anything else. And I think it's something that a, that Jimbo Fisher altered the plan enough to what he's doing that A&M decided to go after him and not all the goals it had for the 2024 season. Unbelievable. A diehard reference to end it. That was a great hit. Jeff Tarpley, 24-7 Gigum site, down there covering A&M, 24-7 Tarp on Twitter. You're a good sport to come back on the show. Uh, we appreciate the insight on what's going on. It's going to be fascinating to see what happens in the weeks to come. And thanks, as always. Hopefully we can catch up again soon. Look forward to it, guys. Thanks so much. Yes. Have a great rest of your day. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.